0: Depends how we sit as well, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) When when we start trying to to get the equinus lounge, yeah, (laughs) come forward and then lounge. Welcome to Tanked Up the podcast. All about video games and beer. G- beer, G- just beer. Uh, I'm Benova. Sat with me, Mr. Adel Kirju. Hey,
1: hey. We, we've done the like the huge inverse from across the world. Yeah. to <laughs> not even across the room. We are literally sitting side by side.
0: Yes, yes. We thought we'd come together this week because uh, Adel, you brought back some beers from a trip to Canada.
1: Yes. Both, two, from both Calgarian beers.
0: Yes, yes. Two very large beers. Well, it's a can and a bottle. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's a big bottle.
1: It's a bigger can. It's <laughs> a
0: ginormous can.
1: It is, um, for those of you who didn't tune in next, last week or don't remember, uh, we, uh, Mark um, from Wild Rose and I talked about the new technology of growlers, mm. canned growlers, which are. Just shy of a liter in a can, so it's nine hundred and forty-six milliliter pull tab can, pop tab as the I can't remember what the terminology is. It's a regular can beverage can, and yet it's you know Almost three times liter. the size. Yep. Yeah, that normal.
0: It is um, it is a beast.
1: Yes, and it is the um from Banded Peak Brew- Brewing, which is from Calgary, as I said. It's the Southern Aspect West Coast IPA. It's got mosaic. Uquinaut and Delicious, I'm assuming oh, that is also a hop, though I've never heard of Just delicious. Delicious, hops. no. Um it's seventy IBUs, seven point one percent ABV, and it is classified apparently as a strong ale. Mm. Which at seven percent seems but right.
0: <laughs> Look, looks strong as well. Yeah. Strong.
1: Well I can't tell it's in it's a, it's in encased in aluminium.
0: Mm, that's true. Let's uh let's crack it. Jesus. I've got no fingernails to be able to open this giant beer. I can't even do it. It's so condensated as well. My fingers keep slipping. There it goes. Here it goes. Ooh. Jeez. That's a that's a thick lid. That's also like
1: so full. <laughs> There's like no space for air. <laughs> It's literally just surface level of where the. Oh, there we go. There it is. There it is. Still, how am I going to.
0: Not well. Jesus. That's going to be a little. Oh, it's not. It's not too gassy. I had to throw the first part into the uh, glass so I didn't spill it everywhere. I mean, these are. We've got pint glasses, which we normally don't quite. I mean, this this doesn't pour well. (laughs) No. This doesn't pour well there's at all. Just a
1: little too much. That's um, a bit better.
0: There's
1: a little too much space um, between where the the hole is and the and the edge of the can. Like the mm. top isn't quite. It's like it's more centered than it should be, given that it's a giant can. Yeah,
0: yeah. I now have beer all over my carpet. Not too much. Didn't spill that much. No, you did quite quite well. Um, uh, actually, it's. I'm not sure whether it's just from the, the travel. But it's quite uh it's not as carbonated as I would have thought it would, would have been.
2: Hmm. There's
0: a tiny, tiny head, and you know, pouring from such a large vessel. I'd have thought I'd have got a bit more sort of carbonation yeah. than that, but
1: I can smell it from here.
0: If mosaic comes off the thing. nose instantly, doesn't it? Just... Oh, that's nice. It smells good. Yeah, it's got a nice um
1: like you said, mosaic. So we've got those sort of tropicaly, mm. slight citrus. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking at you taking the picture and seeing a pint glass that is shorter than the can, <laughs> and it just amuses me. I
0: mean, it's almost uh, you know, almost two pints, isn't it?
1: But it's just shy of two pints. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus, I think this is,
0: uh, you're having one of these to yourself. You could probably just have this comfortably in an evening and not really want anything else.
1: And it's a it's a ready golden color.
0: Yeah, I would say a little amber. The nose is faded a little.
1: Yeah, but I I actually wonder if that's just because the mosaic just is still sort of in and around, so I'm not getting hit Mm. with it fresh. I think it might be still strong. It's just
0: my nose is used to it. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting the mosaic. Mm-hmm. Getting the tropical flavors, you can get the um, the aquinot in there as well, like that, that bitterness towards the end. Yeah, Um I don't think I've had a beer which has been a combination of hops with Acuanot in. I think yeah, when I've had a Acuanot, it's only been by itself. So that's a nice combination. I, I yeah. don't know what delicious is, what it's doing.
1: I mean, it's pretty tasty. <laughs>
0: It's just a, a way to describe the beer rather than a hop. Um,
1: even though it's, I mean, it's 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 a proper IPA. I mean, it's, it's it is. There's a lot, and I like that there's a lot of hop, a different hoppy taste mm. going on, but it's still very hoppy tasting. Yeah, it's not a one note hop. Completely, which makes sense given that it has three hops, mm. but it doesn't quite mask the booziness.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. That sits on the tongue as well. Yeah, in the in the aftertaste. But mm. even
1: when you're sipping it, you're well aware that it's a strong beer. Yeah, um, which we've seen sort of stronger IPAs sort of trick us earlier mm. this summer.
0: Can't remember which ones, but um, yeah, I think it's that lack in this beer of juiciness. It's got mm. those tropical flavors, but it's not sort of juicy. Yeah, that's that's very true. And I wonder whether it's that kind of there's another sweetness in those other beers, which is kind of masking the sweetness it's of the alcohol, alcohol, or yeah. at least is doing something to it. To,
1: yeah. I think it, I mean, that might be it. It's that it ju- juiciness. I mean, it is exactly that, that alcohol, not quite sickly that, that, but the alcoholic sweetness that, mm. that is what's betraying the alcohol yeah, here. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, you're right. If there's a, if there was another sweetness, I think it'd be much easier to miss.
0: Yeah, very much. And I, I, was it a couple of weeks ago, um, I revisited the Buxton Kingslayer, mm, which was their right. double A double IPA. Um and I think when I'd had that, I'd had it with one of the um Willem beers, which I'd found very bitter, and then, it, it then made the, the Kingslayer sort of like too sickly sweet. That's right. And I was really getting the alcohol hit on there. Uh the second bottle of it I've had was a lot better. Yeah. It wasn't that kind of like sickly alcohol taste to it. And it was the first beer I had of the Night, so mm. I wondered how much the the Willem had affected spoiled your palate, and spoiled the palate for yeah. that beer. Yeah, at least. yeah. So, I mean, this you know we're coming on this beer or uh, you know fresh, yeah, not having had anything before this. So, we'll it's had nachos like before is, I walked here. It's not like there's any other sort of beer that is yeah. is clouding sort of our taste of this one. To to say, yeah, oh, it's, it's obviously you know it's obviously that sweetness. Maybe that another beer is bringing out. No, it's it's just yeah this beer,
1: and I mean given that it's a an IPA that's sort of classed as a strong ale i suspect that's part of i mean the, the, at least not not what they were going for mm. They're, they're, mm. they seem quite aware that, that that it tastes like a strong ale
0: yeah yeah sure makes sense
1: having said that it was quite tasty yeah um i really enjoy the how how it it it, it is just a, it's a it's a good quality IPA, but the the hoppiness isn't so strong. It smacks you in the face, but mm. it's also it's got um a breadth or yeah uh, of yeah. hoppiness. Like those those three hops are clearly doing things, but they're doing them well together. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't taste they're they're not taking turns, but it's giving this this uniform lovely hoppiness, So which is sort of what you'd want on a good quality yeah. IPA.
0: yeah, and it's it's actually quite easy to drink.
1: Yeah, e- even with the booziness. Mm. Every time I take a sip, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's strong. i not stopping from taking another yeah, sip. Yeah, um, So this is the first beer I've had from Bandit Peak, who I didn't know existed until I was in the liquor store and saw this ginormous can. Okay. And I was like, got to buy this. Yeah. And there were three different beers. can't remember which ones they are. And I'm like, All this size. Yeah, they had three different yep. um, types in crawlers. And I was like, well, I'm going to try this IPA. And then when I started with Mark, he was like, oh, yeah, they're fairly new. And he was <laughs> mentioning the other um how much I don't know about the craft, the brew scene in the city yeah, is yeah. a, Um Which is great, right? Because that means it's not stagnated. Mm. Um But yeah, and then he said there were, there were a good brewery and I, I believe that uh, Mark was correct. This is, If this is any indication of the rest, then it's a solid place I'm going to have to seek out more from. Yeah. Next time I'm in town. Which will probably be Christmas.
0: <laughs> Maybe they'll have a Christmas beer.
1: Oh oh yeah, I'm gonna to have to bring back that cherry porter that um that Mark mentioned. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, which I don't know if I've brought to you guys before. I brought our wild rose so. in year one of the pod. Okay. Um but I don't think it was the cherry porter. I mean one of the problems was that it used to be um in those sort of reusable pop uh, uh slot yes, the yeah, And I, I just don't trust that on a plane. I don't no, know. Why. That's probably a good
0: idea. I'm sure. You, know, you, you, I seem to remember one of our conversations just after you got my You did have a bit of leakage, didn't you? From the yes,
1: bottle? the dandy, uh, which is why you didn't get to taste uh, anything from them. Um, yeah, it was a, it was clearly not quite. Um, the lid wasn't quite fully seated, mm. and so probably the next worth, basically, of a 650 ml bottle, mm-hmm. um, had spilled out on the hoodie it was wrapped in, um, because I wrapped things in sweaters, yeah. just in case. Um, but it didn't flood the bag, right? It was just, it, sl- it must have slowly leaked. And sure enough, like when I took the cap full off, I still had the decompressing sound. Okay. Um, and it still had carbonation in it. It just, it was just enough that through the jostlings, you know, etc., and it slowly leaked out. And, I, I, and perhaps it was, it was
0: angled in a way that the liquid was against the, it was the in seal. the neck against yeah. the seal. So you didn't lose any of the... The air That's or true. the carbonation from the, yeah. from the bottle itself. So, a mm, bit of a shame.
1: Yeah. It was a tasty beer. Yeah. But it was definitely sort of like,
0: I guess I'm having that beer today. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about games. What are those? They are things that you interact <laughs> with. Like friends? Electronic things. Like friends? That people have created. Like friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, Lucy was going to come on and um, yeah, having has, played, having a played bunch loads of games yeah. and has gone, no, not feeling very well. So hopefully oh. she'll be back next week to tell us about all of the games she's played. It'll just be Lucy next week, mm-hmm. just talking about games she's played. And um,
1: since we last all spoke, the three of us got together here in Bristol for the mm. Bristol Craft Beer Festival. Um, and also, Lucy went to EGX last week.
0: Yes, it's she did. She's been
1: literally... Two festival weeks mm. in a row um for Lucy. And uh apparently yeah, that yeah. was too too many. A little bit of lurgy. Yeah.
0: Um post festival blues, perhaps.
1: Now you are still down on PlayStation Four. Yes. Um but you yeah, ha- you're up a game. I am because I gave you back Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom <laughs> Pain. <laughs> I don't need to borrow it anymore as it is.
0: The October free PlayStation Plus game. Yeah. What a fucking great game to, to get for free. Yeah. Not for free. You pay a monthly subscription. But as one of those uh, game offerings. Well, and That's, they, That's a big game. And they've been
1: a little wonky this summer. I haven't really, or am I, Was it them? I get confused on which one's disappointing at the time. It's either Xbox or, or PlayStation. <laughs> no one's ever... I've never seen both... Both co- like fan bases be happy at the same mm, time. With, mm.
0: um, they with they the, trade quite often with people yeah. going. Uh, I've played all of these games.
1: Or twenty one these Yeah, yeah, exactly, or,
0: exactly. I know we've we've spoken before, and um, we talked on uh, out of Crossfire about how you know services like PlayStation Plus when they're offering these games sort of needed to go to the next tier, and and PlayStation seemed to be doing that with. Until dawn. Yeah, that's right. So maybe this is sort of a, a turning point, or the, the uh, just my, my brain goes to a, a place where I'm saying, "Well, they put the price up. Mm. Is this the only big game is this they're going like, to throw in? It's like, hey, look what we're doing. Here's some bigger games. Well,
1: they didn't put they didn't put the price up in Europe or in the US, and it is still the US
0: game." Okay, fair enough. So,
1: yeah, yeah. In fact, I found out it was a US game. I'm like, every so often, we don't get the same <laughs> yeah. games, um, which has only turned out in actually to my disfavor as a PSN Canada account holder. Mm. Uh, I can't remember what game it was. So I was like, yes, that game's awesome. I've been waiting for it to find out that it was not the same in North America and the UK. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, guess can't play that UK game.
0: Mm. I know last month's, um was here was infamous Second Son and Child of Light. That's right. But in the in the US, it was infamous Second Son and another game mm. which I hadn't heard of. I've I've played Child of Light, and yeah. I'd have much preferred that. I think obviously, having already played one of the offerings, that I yeah. was going to get would have preferred the other game. But I, I don't know why they change games whether it's to do with you know like distribution, I'm assuming it's like
1: it's at the end of the day it's a developer saying, no, not there because i i might they might have another initiative going on or whatever, yeah
0: or they they know that it's it's coming up in a sale so they don't yeah. want to give it away for free, they wanna push it a little bit more yeah. by giving a discount on it, so people are still paying a little bit of money for it or something yeah. like that.
1: yeah, yeah, I never finished child Delight. okay, I got um to like the second boss, I think mm. and we just. It was a more of an annoying fight than an enjoyable one. I mean, this is all just like I'm now going to emotional memory rather than like factual memory. Sure. I just remember being like, ah. and then I was just like, I have no urge to go back, knowing that that's the fight. That's fair enough. And then and um, I had, I was playing it on the ye old computer, mm. um, and also the gameplay wasn't quite there with the mouse and yeah. the keyboard. Uh, didn't think about. Trying to use one of my controllers on it.
0: Mm, I, um, I played it on PS3. And got the free upgrade when I got the PS4. Uh, essentially, they said anyone that owns this game now mm. just gets it for free. On yeah, the PlayStation. Like they... but I've never played it on the PlayStation 4. Well, you you know, finished already... it, think, yeah, like, yeah, 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 if I finished it on PS3. Why um, would you? So... It's not,
1: I mean, I don't think it's... There's enough platformers like it that... I mean, again, I haven't finished it, but... I suspect it's not a revisitable game.
0: Well, it's not. If you're playing by yourself, there is a oh, that's uh, There is a co-op mode that you're... It's a bit like um, Tails in Sonic 2, right? Yeah, like the little Navi-type yeah. um, wisp that's with you.
1: Which actually, I think, was what was annoying me with playing it on the computer was using the mouse to Navi and, mm. and, uh, and uh, the keyboard just was really clunky in a way that I think Dual thumbsticks might not have been. Okay. And I don't know why that is. And maybe just I just think of oh. mouse and keyboard as very concrete ways of controlling the same person's yeah. perspective. I don't know how much of that is just I'm hardwired in a weird way with mouse mm. and keyboard, but I just remember being annoyed at it. Okay.
0: That's fair enough. Yeah. 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 Um so yes, new PlayStation Plus games coming out. I know that you had an issue with uh, Until Dawn where you'd installed it from a disc and then Mm. downloaded the PlayStation Plus version and it didn't like it.
1: Yeah, I don't remember if I ever solved that. I think I just didn't uninstalled at all. Yeah. yeah. I haven't actually restarted it. I think that's what the internet told me. Okay. Uh, uh, I was only like uh, an hour in or something like that though Mm of until Dawn. Okay, well, I got... I got... I was... May, maybe 10 15 minutes past the first psychologist section, sure. So, super just after so, chapter yeah. one, sort of thing, yeah, yeah. Um, but I haven't touched the PlayStation since no. When you guys were over, um, we just played Towerfall Ascension, yeah,
0: we yeah. didn't even play Bushido because I don't have three ps for That's true, yes. What did we play Towerfall Ascension on Steam, yeah, yeah, okay. Do we play something else? We did play something else, Duck Game. Oh, fuck yeah.
1: yeah. Oh man, that was good. Uh, it was really good to be able to play both of those lovely couch co-op games with three people, Yeah. Um, which just confirms that both of them scale really well to their three or four.
0: Uh, definitely, and I was very surprised that Lucy is as good at competitive couch co-op games when she hates playing with other people. Yep. <laughs> just uh, so, like, oh, I never play with other people. And just uh, on one of the duck uh, game rounds that yeah. we played, just destroyed us. Yeah. As soon as she got into the swing of things, yeah, she's, she's like, like oh, this oh I know, I know how to do this.
1: Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Done. Um, Having played Titanfall 1 with her uh, mm. on the Xbox with people, and her just like consistently being top of the round. Yeah. I was like, how is this possible? She's like, I really like the single player. I'm like, but... When I play games <laughs> I'm I'm fundamentally a different skill level with like the bot slash AI than I am with people. It's yeah. like, no, you're just really good at game. Mm. mm. She's also, you know, as we said before, hit Hitman top world rankings on levels. That's true. Yeah, so yeah,
0: that's I, very true.
1: I suspect we were just being outclassed.
0: Although she didn't She's just hustled us all yeah. of these years by saying she's no good at multiplayer games.
1: She's never said she's no good. Is she not? No, oh. she's just said she doesn't like
0: Ooh. it. Ooh. Um, my um, own mind has pulled me mm-hmm. into that one definitely
1: and we were all um quite Bristol craft beer festival Jeez, then. we
0: were absolutely smashed yeah, to be fair <laughs> uh, it wasn't the, it wasn't the, well it was the craft beer festival beers yeah but it was the one we then went to good chemistry for afterwards yeah and then the one we drank back at yours as well that, yeah really sealed the deal uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that was good, though. Yeah. Um, at some point... We'll talk about it? We'll, we'll, well, when Lucy's back on, we'll talk about it. But also, we have some um, snippets of... Oh, it's a Perry. Hey, Perry. Um, yeah, all right. I get it. I'm talking to him. He's going to talk back. You're a cat. Um, that's true.
1: <laughs> Don't know what you're expecting. He's having a conversation with you at that point.
0: We, um... We've got some snippets yes. um, that we recorded whilst there of the different beers. Yeah, what we quick,
1: of quick initial tasting notes of all the little four-ounce tasters that we went through. Almost all. Um, also, you'll, you'll be able to track the um, level of inebriation throughout the evening. Yes,
0: definitely. I think and our description's become a lot less flowery. Yeah, a lot yeah, one, uh, a bit one note. Yeah. One word, in fact. H- apart from the uh, the multiplayer uh, sessions we had, mm. have, you, have you managed to play anything? mm uh,
1: I don't even mean, think I turned a Netflix app on.
0: <laughs> He's been trying to do work.
1: Trying to do work, um, for the most part. Watched a lot of BoJack Horseman. Mm. Just a solid show. Yeah. Really. Sometimes too hard hitting for a animated show about a horse, a horse man. man. <laughs> uh, it re- it nice. really does tell it like it is. Like if, if you know someone or have had a sort of bout with mental illness or really just a bad run of things, mm. it doesn't pull punches. But at the end of the day, I mean, Bojack's a um, one of those nihilistic anti heroes, like mm-hmm. kind of like Rick, um, except. What's great about that show is, like, you reap what you sow. It it goes there. Like, he's an asshole who's self-centered, and uh, yeah. his life, like, season one's kind of slow going, and then seasons two and three really sort of take it to heart, like, this is the character. That's how life would go. yeah. kind of yeah. sucks when you're an asshole, or self-centered, nice. or acting totally off of your emotions and not really considering repercussions or what other people are mm. like. Bleh. But sometimes it's like, Oh yeah, I knew that. I'm watching TV to escape life and this is just like a really odd horse tinted mirror of life. <laughs>
0: so uh, almost the opposite of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, oh, where definitely. they're just narcissistic assholes with zero repercussions yeah. whatsoever. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um and uh from what I've heard season 4 goes even further and I've got heard some people said like they can't watch more than one episode in a row like cuz they it's hits too close to home. Really? And then, so I haven't started it. I'm like, nope, don't need this. Don't need to get derailed mm. emotionally by a cartoon. <laughs> um, and that's the closest thing to a video game I've been doing.
0: Watching something on a screen happen. Yeah. Nice.
1: Something completely in an, in uninteractive.
0: Mm, mm. Well I've played I played a couple of games. Um I think since the the PS4 is uh, is gone. But not forgotten. But not for, definitely not forgotten. No, I, I try and bump it into every conversation I'm having with anyone, irrelevant of whether we're talking about games or not. No. Um, I, I've, I've, I've not been in a lull, but I just haven't quite really got into anything. No. Um, a friend, uh, because of the PlayStation went, a friend went, hey man, here's um, Total War Warhammer. Oh, nice. Yep, really kind gift from Dave. Um, tried to get into it, bounced off it. I only had a 30-minute Session to play, right. but there's a lot of systems in yeah, that game like to, the to game get into.
1: Introduce yourself with the yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you know, I'm a Warhammer geek, so that kept me going a little bit longer than the kind of like the demos or free weekends right. I played of the other Total War games. Definitely, right. Um, and I, I've tried all of the uh, base game races, and I kind of just bounced off all of them.
1: Uh, I thought it was a strategy game, but now it's a racing game.
0: Wee. um but I picked up off of Humble Bundle. Ooh, uh, they had a sale on. So, so just a Humble Store, so yes. Yeah. It's not a bundle, yeah. sorry. Yeah, 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 just on the on the store. Um, the Chaos Warrior race mm. um, was like three pounds two fifty something yeah. like that. It was half price, and it's played in a different way that you're not setting up a town. And sending an out an army and growing an empire from that point and taking over a town and, so, and so building no, up your empire.
1: like Civ style.
0: Yes, yes. Standard it's, empire building yep. strategy. It's game. different in the way that you're a horde and you take your buildings with you, so you can't occupy cities. You can either destroy them or um, put a um, like put another chaos army into place who becomes like your vassal right. almost, and they'll send an army out. and They'll do whatever they want to do. Essentially, but you're sort of like one moving horde, yeah, yeah. yeah. And cool. actually, that's a, I found that a much better way to play. I didn't have to worry about any of the city stuff. Right. I could kind of just you know roam the map, battle to battle, yeah. destroying...
1: Rome. Ooh, uh, like Shogun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I I I played a little more of that after right. my sort of my initial bounce, uh, but I've I, actually, I think I played. That the most at the moment because the other game I played, which I've really enjoyed, was Subsurface Circular, which is a, a, I say it's a new game. I think it came out end of August, beginning of September. Yes. No. Um, which is the, the 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 newest game from Mike Bithel. Oh, okay. Bithel Studios yeah. maybe. Um, and I, I love it that at the start it comes up and says a Bithel short, hmm. and it's about three hours long. And it's just a purely text-based narrative game. Oh, interesting. Um, There's lots of... um, You know, you're in a 3D environment. Yeah, You're a a character on an underground um, train. And you're sat. And essentially characters come on and off the train. And you talk to them. And it's a bit of a detective story. Mm. You're trying to figure out in the first instance um, uh, what's happened to other characters and trying to put together using different dialogue options using keywords that flag up right uh, trying to to essentially just get information out of these characters that come on and it's a really sort of sci-fi dystopian setting hmm. for the uh, you know for the story right. even though you don't see any of that it's, it, it's, it's just based, well written basically it's very well written i think it's really good um and i i played it in sort of two sittings uh only because on my first sitting, I had to go and do something. Yeah, so I had to stop playing. I didn't have a choice; I had to be somewhere. Uh, I I would have just bashed it out in one right. one sitting if I'd have had the the time to do that. Uh, but at my next opportunity, I came back and just finished I it. it um, oh, it's it's so well written. The uh, the aesthetic is really good. Um, it just has a nice simple sort of background almost for for kind of like what's going on, which is which is purely the you know, the narration and the story and how the information about the world is sort of like given over to you. Right. Um, And I started it again. Really? You can start again with developer commentary. And I thought as some games do, the devs would be talking over certain points. Right. But it's not, they have put a character on the subway who you can interact with at all times, who you can talk to about art or the art style, like kind of uh, like an narration. info booth? Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was a really good way of of doing it and keeping it to in this, the gameplay. Yeah, to this text-based cool. narrative. Um, and one of the really nice things is when you're you're um, sort of interrogating or questioning another character, uh, a key word will pop up. Mm. So you're a detective. Your, um, your, you know, essentially the first character you talk to tells you that someone they know has gone missing. Okay. So I think the first keyword that pops up is di- uh, disappearance. So you have to question that character about the disappearance. Very so, easy so way. How to do you it.
1: how do you know it's a keyword? Is it like bolded? So it,
0: it pops up and it. it oh, um, in a separate spot. In a separate spot, it pops up and sits in that separate spot. So when you're normally questioning them, you can suddenly click on that one. Right. And they'll answer about that one, so in that in that first instance it's a very easy way of showing you how that mechanic right, that works. works so I'd start again. I had the first conversation yeah. with this character um that came, the keyword came up I went to the Bifflebot and clicked on that keyword yeah, and it gave me this really nice explanation about why they'd done a detective story uh you know the the difficulties of trying to have a, a a detective story in one setting and right. what they've done to get over that and some like really good insight into just very cool their studio mike biffle and their studios process about how they've made the game you know not just sort of like the surface level stuff it's right. like why have you chosen this art style well it's dystopian sci-fi so we've kind of gone with this we work with these artists quite a lot they've got this distinct style which we thought would fit so we have picked them to do it right you know Going through the actual story and, and them talking about it, you get some really good explanations about about what and they've been doing super, and why they've done
1: it. It's super cool because it's 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 nice for them to be able to tie, be able to like write specific moments in the game mm. which show off these things. Versus yeah. usually you get these like developer diaries or or like like extra bits, uh, art, artistic books or whatever mm. um, that are just sort of have to address everything at sort of point. Not in the timeline of the game, right? Yeah. It's just like we tried to do these things, and maybe a reference to an example, but usually these things just don't have the same tie. Versus, like you literally just saw this. I know you just saw this because I'm the game. Mm, mm. That's a super cool. Uh, what's it called again?
0: Subsurface Circular. A slight mouthful. Mm. And it it's one of those titles which makes could vary. End, it very it makes it makes makes you know it's a Metro. Yeah, train line which is a big circle <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the but, setting for it but, so it's sort of but, and
1: it's underneath but like yeah, it, underneath, you, you, underneath you can underneath have a linear session. line on mm, a train
0: you could you, of course you can yeah.
1: or I mean it could be I mean the the whole point of the train on snow piercers is not really a train it's that's a very true yeah that's very true I mean that's a subsurface notion of the circular train what I'm saying is they should have called it a snow piercer <laughs> no wait I'm saying the opposite
0: <laughs> um it's, it's it, it, yeah, yeah, it's just really good. Like, I, it's one of those games that it, you know, come the end of the year when we're thinking about the games that we've really yeah. enjoyed. Like, yes, Horizon, fantastic, great game. Yeah, but so far the games that have really sort of hit me is Subsurface Circular and Hellblade. Right, which, which still need to play. You know, two games which don't kind of fit the. The bigger budget kind of but you know, they're also, what's being pushed, I they're suppose.
1: Also, neither of them are really sat comfortably in a standard genre. Which no, thank you. Not surprising that, mm. you know, oh, there are games that don't sit standardly in a genre. Oh, they are some of the best games. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a little more brain stretching and hopefully, with that brain stretching, some thought and development. Mm. And then, you know what I mean? At the very least, the. The novelty, that's the word I'm looking for, yeah. um, will take you a long way if it's well-developed, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we've seen, you know, people in World War I shoot things from the first
0: Sure, person. yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it, it, it kind of intrigues me as to what the studio is going to do next as well, mm. because volume only came out last year yeah that's right, so they've only spent just story. Well, right? I say they've only spent a year they, they this may have been in development before yeah. volume, but I don't think Bethel Studio is very big uh so I kind of you know whilst yeah, they may have, how much was it how much was the game
1: yeah yeah sorry, just you mentioned Hellblade, and it was also sort of a build as a high end short experience, and so it was priced what was hell, yeah
0: hellblade was about twenty five pounds yeah uh subsurface was. Like 550? Oh, less so than six pounds. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I'm going to buy that.
0: Mm, I'm not going to worry
1: about a sale for that. I know.
0: And I, you know, I know that Lucy had picked it up as well. And we were kind of waiting to get together. Right. But I kind of just wanted to. Mm, it's fine.
1: <laughs> She's got other games to talk about. And except for the fact that I've played a few um, randomly generated uh, levels of um, hex cells. Uh, oh, yeah. Which I just remembered as you're talking, I didn't mm. play a game. A game i talked about at length two years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I still haven't. I have one more achievement in that game, and it's um, 60 in- of the randomly generated levels. And every, every once in a while, it's like, I just need to f- focus, but not focus. Uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll boot it up, play a level.
0: Is that Hexel's infinite? Yes. Yes. Yeah,
1: it's so infinite because. Basically, it's not actually infinite, it's um, whatever month, month, day, day, year, 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 whatever that number of digits is at eight, right? So, it, it, it'll it generate basically any any number in that will be a, a unique puzzle, mm-hmm. um, so it's not actually infinite, yeah, um, but enough uh, and. So you can just use a random number, or you can input a random number, or you can just say use today's date, and so I just log on, hit use today's date, mm. play through the level. Occasionally, I don't finish it, cause, because it's random, and it's, it's, some some are way easier than others. Mm. Um, but it's a good way to, like, focus my analytical brain on something short run, um, That's cool. while not being so engaging as a game, mm. and also because there's, like, subsequent levels, like, I'm not beating the main game. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to stop after a level because it's just this arbitrary thing. And if it's today's date, then it's today's problem. I'm done today's problem. That's you know? cool. It's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah, mm. um, but it's a it's a good way to be like, uh, my brain is frazzled. I need to focus, but also like not on what I need to do because it's too frazzled.
0: It's almost like creating your own like newspaper uh, like games page. Right? Yeah. you know, there's there's a daily Sudoku puzzle or a daily crossword yeah, in a exactly. newspaper. As you're reading through all of this news, you get to this page. You can you can test your brain a little bit and then continue reading on with the exactly. news, yeah. yeah. Mm.
1: And so, yeah, it, it, it's installed on uh, basically all my computers, all my OSs. So it's doubly installed on, on my laptop because I have Windows on. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a tiny game, right? But it's just because I know I can just flick it on at cloud saves. I'll be fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, oh, it's fine. Um, but yeah,
1: so that's the only game I played, um, which I so well, I lied earlier. I had played a game. <laughs>
0: But um, I guess it's one of those where it's becoming not routine, but where you're you're kind of not using it as a game.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's why I didn't think of it as a game. Mm. It's, it's almost more like a focusing tool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, like, so one of the reasons I really liked it was because it sort of introduced you to all the mechanics in in a sort of fluid way. So as you sort of level up through the world, they introduce more of the mechanics mm. of the, and and sort of. De- to be able to deduce whether something was a an on sell or an off sell, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um it's kinda like I'll say Minecraft wrong. Minesweeper, um, but with mm. Hex, mm. hexagons and and a bunch of different rules. Uh and and it introduces it really well so the whole gameplay of the the actual like canonical sort of worlds works really well. But now that I, I know all those rules off by heart, mm-hmm. now it's just here's another pu- another puzzle. So I also feel like Big part of like the gameplay arc was mastering a rule and then being thrown at another rule and trying to figure out how they all interplay and how you can, how sometimes you need to use um, multiple rules to figure out one thing. Yeah. As yeah. it got harder, right? Um, and, and now that that's not there, it's it's even less gamey because I'm mm. not, I don't have that progression as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. You know the language yeah. so well that you can just sort of. You know, test yourself a little bit and that's it,
1: yeah. For the most part,
0: mm, mm. nice man, nice. Just
1: tell him finish that last level though. Last level's a doozy, it ramps the difficulty up way more than the rest. <laughs> so, those are the two achievements. Of a far- I've spent 40 hours on that game, thanks to Steam mm. telling me. It's like, oh, that's a lot of hours.
0: That is, yeah, nice,
1: but yeah. Um, so that was the main game you were playing, you're saying,
0: um, well. So yeah, I mean Total War has probably been the game I played the most just because I've been trying to you know penetrate it right. almost um because subsurface sector is so short.
1: Wait, you finished a game.
0: Yes, I have finished a game. Uh but I have also started something today. Uh I've only played about an hour of it. Um but it's one of the games that's part of my uh, GOG library. Oh, and God. I've been I've been sat here for ages looking at my Steam library going, ah, I'll install that. No, no, no I don't yeah. really want to play that. I'll install that no, 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 <mumbles> I don't really want to play I, that. I don't understand what you mean. <figures> and and then I sat there and thought Ah I'll open up Gog. Mm. because the only game I was playing on there for ages was Gwent. Yeah. And I, I didn't open it for that. I thought actually I've got a you know library of games. Yeah. I played Oxenfree, dun- uh, you know, a few right. weeks and you know, weeks ago now um through Gog. So I opened it up and the first game that jumped out at me was The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Oh. Uh a game that completely passed me by when it released. Yeah. And I started it for an hour today. And that's exactly what I want to play.
1: Just a nice narrative
0: Yeah. There's a little bit of it's almost like subsurface in that there's some sort of detective work. Yeah. You've kind of got to look around your environment. To uh, ascertain I mean, it, what's going on with it, the situation, it's, a, it's
1: like a, it's a mystery news game, right? Like it's yeah, it's yeah. like Gone Home, mm-hmm. very much so, right?
0: Mm, mm. Yeah, very much. Uh, a little more interaction, not not more interaction than Gone Home, but you yeah, like your you, character has a little more. You have to. Um, I I got through the first area, I got to the second area where there's this train and uh, a corpse, and you have to look around the area yeah. for certain things. And then once you've found everything you need to, it then asks you to order um, the like the scene, right? At what you think happened and how you think yeah. it happened. Um, and I'm kind of sat there thinking, oh, okay, I've got all of these little yeah, it's a puzzle vignettes that have happened. I'll now pick which order I think they went in. And for the first scene, um, I got it in the first. Go. Yeah, I got to the second scene, and I could not figure that out. <laughs> I'm just going from the way that this looks and the things that I've picked up. This should definitely be the first thing. No, it wasn't the first thing whatsoever. Um, but it doesn't just have those. There's yeah. other puzzles in the game and stuff. And I mean, it's yeah, it's exactly what I want to be playing at the moment. I, I think that's part of my issue is right that I was kind of bouncing off of things because I just wasn't feeling any of them you know um the the call of duty um world war Two beta is coming up on pc very soon mm. and i just can't fuck man i played uh, it i played the beta world war on, one on, by the way uh, is it no it's all true it right was world because, war because yeah Battlefield one. Was on. yeah, yeah. Uh, i played the beta on playstation i didn't yeah. really enjoy it
1: so much of the you told me you were gonna try it, and then neither of us brought it up again, and you didn't feel the need to tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. So forgettable, apparently. exactly.
0: Um, and I, you know, I've seen it advertised, and it's one of those games that's just being fucking pushed at What's you, a Call of Duty game. And I'm just like, nah, no, just can't fuck
1: Now, do you think uh, part is that partly? First person shooter fatigue, you think?
0: No, I, I think it's it's very much down to my environment that I'm playing games in. Um so when I'm playing on the PlayStation, I'm in the lounge. Yeah. I'm on a sofa, I'm a a really nice distance away from the telly. When I'm playing on the PC, I'm sat in a um at the dining table, in a, a wooden chair. I've got a cushion, yeah. fine, but I'm in a wooden chair. Um, I find that I like that seat for working in, so it's just, but I don't like that seat for relaxing in and trying to al- to chill out.
1: Also, it's uh, I mean it's it's actually been proven that separating your work and play spaces is good for you. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if a part of that is like this is work. Like not only that you work at the PC all day, so yeah, like
0: yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. I'm getting to uh, you know nine. 10 o'clock in the evening, and going, I'm going to play something. And going, uh, I'm kind of tired of this chair. Not, yeah, and then AutoCAD's open as well. I could just do a little bit of work. Maybe I'll do half an hour's work, then I'll play something. Yeah. And I uh, do that, and I do half an hour's okay. work, and I play something, and go, uh. it definitely
1: lends itself to a different style of game. I mean, yeah. coming off the of work, then you going into a sort of a higher stress, frenetic gameplay. I don't know if I would like to do that. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't yeah. think I've worked ever. I can't remember what it's like. <laughs>
2: um,
1: yeah, I wonder about that. Um. Having said that I really want to play PUBG. Yeah. I own PUBG. I'm refusing to start PUBG. Mm. Aaron... You um, got lost in it. Yeah, it was like... Aaron got PUBG a few... It uh, was my old flatmate who is, you know... He's finished his dissertation earlier this year. He's just looking for a job. Mm-hmm. He's got teaching on his plate and applying to jobs, and that's it. And he, I saw him on Mon, not Monday. I saw him la- earlier this week or last yeah. week, and he literally said, "Don't start PUBG. <laughs> if you still have to write your dissertation, don't start." Like, yeah. like it's a, he's his current place has a couple other gamers in it, so they play and they mm. they have online friends, and it's like dead time.
0: I suppose it's kind of that similar experience that we were having with battlefield one when it first released yeah. where we were playing a lot together and then, uh, Bothron came on yeah. and Adam joined us for a couple of games and then Rob played with us a little bit. And, you know, you yeah. get this, this group of people who are uh, playing yeah. the game and um, what we were playing almost but, every night, almost every but, other night. but also
1: night. it is a unique and apparently quite, uh, because I think a lot of that has to do with the uniqueness. Um, style of play mm. in game that like it's it's fair i mean i think that one of the reasons it's so successful is that like people are super um enamored with it because it's it's novel and there sure, hasn't been a sure. lot of novel in fps space for a while mm. um so much so that one of the things i wanted to bring up news wise which i think we should wait till after we pour the second beer
0: Ooh, it's about two weeks isn't it Hmm? we'll find out in a moment yeah uh second beer which is um
1: the wild rose not available for commercial consumption uh courtesy of mark kerrigan uh who was our guest last week on last week's episode yep um it is his experiment on making a smoked dunkle, uh which Obviously, you didn't get the chance to try, but Mark sent uh, a bottle with me, so I brought it along on the plane, and I thought uh, this is something that you know definitely um, should share.
0: So, did he? He obviously made a, a you know he made X he, amount of bottles or X amount of liters. Thirty liters. Bottles. So they have a
1: thirty liter experimental still, mm. right? It's for for all, all their they're playing around this, um, and so he had bottles. And then did they
0: just sell those in the tap room?
1: They don't sell them so, so it's is he just n- given them it's not commercially available meaning like they have it in the tap room they'll try it amongst themselves etc but no you don't get to buy these things they, mm. like the proper brewery experimental even if they ask for it i don't think they could get it kind of thing yeah so super useful for for our calgarian listeners
0: yeah sorry every- listener from <laughs> everywhere yeah.
1: else unless you go to calgary in, nope, not unless, because again, they can't buy it there either. That's true. You'll have to go in and beg. Beg for, yeah. Is Mark there? Wait, um, can we listen to Tanged Up? Can we go and have a bit, please?
0: Um, don't, but yeah. Don't name drop us. No one will know what it is.
1: Well, well, if that's for Mark, he probably hasn't quite forgotten. Oh. Oh,
0: that's a lovely nose.
1: Isn't it, right? Mm. It's got this, This. so, so. it's very malty. Mm. But the, um, the smokiness its smoked malt. That's what makes this, um, rather than um, other things. So, so it's the malt itself that's smoked. Yeah, and and so that's really interesting because you get the maltiness right off the top, but you don't get a lot. Of, I don't that's, get that's
0: very sort of sweet.
1: Yeah, you get quite the sweet malt. But do you taste? Do you smell it, smoke? Not at all. Right.
0: That's almost it. It's almost like a like a very sweet porter. It almost borders on sort of like a red, uh, almost like a dessert red wine. Oh. Sweetness.
1: Yeah, I hear what you're saying.
0: Not quite, but there's there's just that little bit. I think it's... Oh, that's a lovely nose.
1: Right?
0: Mmm. Flavour-wise... That sweetness doesn't come through a huge amount it's there it's present yeah. you get a little more of the smokiness on the flavor i think well, not that, that a lot, not right? no not a lot not a lot but i think that kind of dulls the sweetness just a little bit Ooh.
1: yeah i think um so if you let take take a small sip or a medium sip and then as it finishes there's a moment where the smokiness sort of perks up yeah and then it fades away with and rejoins everything. But then, mm. uh, I tried to describe it last week, but like, if you aren't really looking for the smokiness, it'd be really easy to not, like, it's it's not, despite being called a smoked dunkle, um, like, the smoke isn't sort of in your face, right? No, no, not um, And And that, except for that moment where the smoke peeks out and it's the only sort of flavor mm-hmm. at that moment, it's, it's, the smoke is just in the background, sort of, tying things together yeah, in a really yeah, enjoyable
0: definitely. way. Mm. That is really dry. Yeah. Super dry. Yeah, it just makes you want to take another sip. It does. I thought the uh, the banded peak was dry, not not, you know. Yeah, it, you know, I not think really, it but, it
1: wasn't super wet. No. no. Uh, and this this is yeah.
0: This is the, just it, it, you get the flavor moves through the 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 you know, the taste moves with the taste right to the finish, and then suddenly it's like,
1: oh, it's gone. Yeah, but it doesn't. So the, it's interesting because like it's a quick finish, but the mouth feel like it doesn't dry out your tongue. Dry. Mm. It, it's not mm. like one. It's not a beer that's like begs you to have another sip because ah, oh, it's dried my mouth out. Yes. I need another sip. I yeah. need to quench that or change that. But mm. it is. You're right. It, this is. I, I couldn't. I had trouble last week or last time as well trying to describe the dryness because it's not quite—it's not a dry mouth feel.
0: No, it's not a dry mouth feel. I—it's because the flavor stays; it tricks you just that little bit. Because even this, like, yeah, they're, they're, my they're, mouth they're, is dry. Yeah, it's, it's 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 taken everything away, but the flavor is still yeah, there. Part of it's the flavor is there, lingers. but then the rest of your mouth mm. is sort of
1: exhausted, for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's a good way to describe it. Mm, that's nice. It's I, a good beer, that's eh? That's nice.
1: And this is his first attempt at it. I was like, fuck man. Well done.
0: It can only get better.
1: And so uh what Mark was saying was smoked uncle's everyone else who's tried a recipe that he was on on the beer forums, or whatever yep. we're saying, like they've been like drain pours immediately because mm. they've just been so smoky and that's why he used so little of that smoked malt. Yeah. Um and I think his his caution paid off in, in droves because like I said, you can't it's not a smoky tasting beer. Mm. It has smoke taste on it, but, uh, uh, sorry, I just looked up and your is Hilariously like just splayed out almost upside down. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're, yeah. And it, you definitely can find the smoke and you don't need to search for it. It's not mm-hmm. quite that, um, nuanced, but it's still not a, like, this is a smoked beer.
0: Yeah, very much. That's really good. Mm. Mm.
1: I know. I was quite chuffed when he, he was like, "Oh, hold on, do you have space in your bag?" I'm like, "Of course, I have space. Let me just throw this <laughs>
0: laptop out." Yeah, I brought an empty bag with me, sir. <laughs> um. So, um. So yeah, uh, we controversy. Were...
1: Controversy. Possibly. Uh, I forgot the point you were ending on. I just so Claire mad. unknowns. Oh right. Battlegrounds. Right. So, so the con- controversy. Controversy, uh, is um. On Fortnite, mm. which is a game I own thanks to fellow out of lives um Jen, yeah. Um, played it a couple times. I didn't, wasn't really working on my p, I wasn't really playing on my PC much. And then someone mentioned that the license is it, it checks its licenses against Epic, so it's actually a full oh, license. So okay. I, I thought I got a PC code, and I was like, I don't I really feel like. You know, dealing with that, uh, I, I kind of just been playing my. This was, you know, um, before my trip a month ago, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, you should just play it on PS4. I'm like, well, I got like a. So Jen got the the package to give you two friend licenses. Yep. And uh, and I was like, well, I just got one of the, I got a PC code from someone. They're like, oh no, it's just a code. Sure enough, installed it on PS4, worked nice, great. Man. That's cool. And played the intro and a couple rounds online, and it's a basically, it's like. Minecraft meets, so it's a survival short-run arena shooter, basically. And they've just introduced, or are introducing a sort of PUBG-style, um, Battle Royale type, yeah, yeah, map, which people were all up in arms. And PUBG made a comment uh, online, which I I wish I had uh, in front of me. The internet's acting up, um, which was basically. Uh, we will continue to pay attention to this. Like there's no substantive. Like we're not. not it doesn't say we're angry. It doesn't say we think there's any copyright infringement. It just says we're aware of this. Community has brought it up. We will pay continue to pay attention.
0: I th- I think they've come out and actually.
1: Oh, have they? Since they, this they was have, a few days have, ago.
0: Yeah, they have since. I don't ex- I don't know exactly the wording of it, but I, like I don't it. think they're happy.
1: Um, this is a, I mean, did Counter-Strike get, well, no, again, I mean, did Quake get mad at (laughs) Counter-Strike? Right? Like, I I don't, I mean, first of all, they're, like, um, Fortnite has a bunch of building stuff in it, and I don't think they're taking that out.
0: So the the building stuff remains in the Battle Royale mode? Yeah.
1: Uh, is is what I got from the brief scenes of a trailer of mm. it, that they showed, um, and I don't think it's enough to claim. I mean, I mean, they even said we know that people will will imitate this in one of their previous statements, like months will. ago. It's yeah, it's six, the
0: highest you know rated and you know hit made purchased on... game on Steam. Since yeah, it, it's, released. it's also
1: broke records for simultaneous players on Steam because, of course, that's a stat, right? Fucking hell! Is it? Yeah, um, and it's like, well, yeah, you, you're right. You your game is a battle royale, and this game is a battle royale. But that they they, unless, like, I guess people because people go around looting things. To, you start with nothing in mm-hmm. both, and then you find what you find, and you have to battle royale around that. Mm-hmm. But like you can also presumably build your shed or like but it, it, it still doesn't strike me as uh, a valid
0: well, anger and player nine's backgrounds is essentially just daisy with more people no zombies and a ring that that, move, that moves well, and gets smaller it, on a map
1: yeah, there's a couple of random things that can be inputted, but yeah, it's just... All it is 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 an arena shooter on a huge map that gets progressively smaller. Yeah. Not to discount that that's a really cool idea and a lot no, of No, no love it, not at all. Not but too. it's not... Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like those bits, especially the bits that are built on literally another game, um, are so new. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I haven't played either PUBG because I've been warned away from it, or the Fortnite PUBG because it's not out yet. No, I'm already calling the Fortnite PUBG. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have actually watched some of the Polygon Awful Squad vids, um, which is the, the name of their um, squad uh, on PUBG, and it does look like a lot of fun. And that's my way of being like, well, these are two hour streams. I can't actually watch that much. Like, I can't watch two hours in a row, usually, so. So they're like, yeah, I think I'd like this game. I'm going to watch some people play it, mm. some funny people play it, and they do some stupid, like, mini-games inside. Um, like they did A House of the Dead, which was amazing. Nice. They get, so you can have a zombie mode. So You can have human teams and zombie teams. Mm-hmm. So they made it so the Alpha Squad was the human team and everyone else was a zombie. And they've done zombie mode a whole bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. But what they do is they're like, okay, zombies, to make this fun, because they give the password to the stream out, Uh, the password to the uh, the session out on the stream so if you make it to the if you're in the game you've at least started watching the stream. Okay. So it means people are listening so they make use of that. They interact with people and they're like, okay stream all you zombies you need to jump out at the last minute all at the same time you're a horde. So, so yeah, so that yep. they get to have time to gear up, mm-hmm. and then it's just this huge wave of zombies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they did was House of the Dead, where all the zombies got in, went into one building, and the six of them versus the ninety four zombies had to beat the zombies Clear in the, the building. building. Yeah, that's quality. Yeah, I was like, that's a really smart idea. Nice, nice. Yeah.
0: Only something that you can do with a com- with a hundred plus yeah, people listening, yeah, watching. Yeah, with the a big audience. Yeah, um, Fortnite. <laughs> have also been maybe not the first game, but they've been the first game who have come out and said that they unintentionally turned on crossplay.
1: Ah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah.
0: so PlayStation and Xbox players playing with each other.
1: Yeah, for for about a day, or was it half? Day I know. Yeah, it's
0: not quite. I don't think it's quite as long as that. Yeah. Uh, but there's been multiple reports of people. Um, seeing, uh, you know, odd usernames. PlayStation users seeing usernames and going, that's not possible as a username under the PSN rules. Yeah. How to search PSN, that person hasn't come up. And then, they found and then they've gone, up. oh, what if it jumps on their Xbox and found those players? Yeah. And, the, you know, the connection's been made, That crossplay has been turned on. And we've had, like, the ARC devs come out and say, yeah, it'd only take us a day to... to Rejig everything and and make and you'd be able to turn cross play on
1: or slash. It actually it turns out that they have to make an effort to make sure it's off. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And so they 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 went on, and said it was a mistake. Sorry about that. That was our bad. That's basically uh, Epic's um, point. Well, I, I was sh- like, we didn't mean to do this. Yes, sorry. I, I
0: assume that they've uh, broken uh, someone's policy. I
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sony's yeah. Xbox has been pretty vocal about how well, they'd be open to it. Not to say yes, that their policy have, might not, have. Yeah, policy yeah. current policy might still be no, mm-hmm. but they've basically been trying to advocate, which makes sense as the smaller pool of players. It does, but to be open to it.
0: Um, uh, I, 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 was it Dave? I had a conversation with about this, uh, essentially saying it's fine for PlayStation to do this this generation, but next gen, they need to be on that crossplay bandwagon because we've seen a big shift this generation of people coming across from Microsoft's yeah, platform to Sony's platform pretty much platform. every
1: 360 owner became a PS4 owner.
0: and I and, and you know 360 had a huge adoption rate at the beginning and PlayStation 3 okay was priced a little higher but it never but caught up it and it, it came out later as well The same as the Xbox uh, uh, One came out later than the PS4, so you know, going by those stats of the last two generations, whoever brings their next generation box out first, whatever, might start. Yes, yes, might start to pull people away from the other, um, you know, the other competitor. As such, the question
1: then is: Is the Scorpio the next gen?
0: It is, but I think it's because it's
1: it's sort of it's like the PlayStation. Pro is not quite it is like no, it's it's a slight upgrade. Isn't yeah, it's, it? like, it's like a new Yeah. And the Scorpio is kinda like maybe an Xbox one five or one point seven five. Like, mm. again, neither of them are real close to full generation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. But the Scorpio definitely is a bigger leap put, leap. Mm. But part of that is because Xbox or Microsoft I should say. It's come out and said they're not sure there's ever going to be an Xbox 2.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and by Xbox One Scorpio, I mean the triple X bone. Because as, my affectionate nickname for the Xbox One being the X bone was made infinitely easier when they literally call it the Xbox One X and the only capital letters are the <laughs> three, three X's. X's which mm. means all the lowercase letters spell bone. It's the triple X bone. They want it. They got it. <laughs>
0: perfect marketing
1: yeah, yeah exactly uh, but yeah the triple x bone it, it, they're sort of saying it might be the last console-esque moment if if what their current plans are continue i mean we know their xbox one plans didn't go as planned as they cut a lot of functionality and and changed it really sort of last minute because of pushback on, like, used games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it also... Took all the DRM
0: out and stuff. Yeah, but they also
1: Mm. really, I think, because they were backpedaling on that, they backpedaled on the whole, really making it a home entertainment console, meaning, like, the place for everything. And the OS has slowly gotten more like that. But even then, it's... it's, Even the current version of Xbox OS is still not close to what they had said that they were going to go for originally. Consumers want a console, mm-hmm. and that, and and we're already lost on that because now we have tiered consoles mm. in the same ish generation.
0: Yeah, I I read something yesterday um, that was uh, an article which suggested that industry analyst, infamous industry analyst Michael Pachter. Mm. I'm going into a fucking out of the crossfire mode now, aren't I? Um, Industry analyst mm-hmm. Michael Pachter has come out and said that he believes the next PlayStation console uh, will come out in 2020, whereas previously he'd come out saying, oh, it's coming out in 2019. Yeah. No, very very convinced right. by this, or at least in the articles that I previously read. Uh, and he's now come out and said, oh, it's, it'll be 2020. It'll be so... I don't know whether that's, whether he has any insider knowledge, whether he is just going off of, you know, whether he's going off of statistics, whether he... If if he's
1: going, whatever he's going off of, if it's the same sources, and by that I mean like informational sources he's pulling from, Mm -hmm. versus like actual person saying, no, this is the case, um, something has shifted, right? to say this cuz he he was originally saying like early 2019 too wasn't
0: he he was yeah 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 i think it was almost suggesting 2018 2019 kind yeah. of border um so i wonder whether this cross play has something to do with it that sony are going okay let's let's hold off let's let's reevaluate what we're doing let's think about the idea of having cross play is it then an idea that we don't need to get our console out first? We can spend a little bit more time on it. We can wait for the tech that we want to right. be made. And we're not putting in tech from 2018 into this box. We're putting tech from 2020 into this box. Right. We know that these chipsets and all of these different cards are coming in that year or, or are but not- perceived to be coming in the year. But if we put crossplay in, What we're doing is we're allowing people to buy, you know, we're we're giving up some of our share of people being able to buy an Xbox. But if we bring out fantastic exclusive games, yeah, people will buy a PlayStation. Yeah, and if all of your friends are on Xbox, it doesn't matter, but we've got five exclusive games that you really want to play, you'll buy a PlayStation, right? And I wonder whether they're changing their. Not think... their business model, but just their their way of thinking a little bit to uh, to push the date back, perhaps to. I
1: don't know. Given his Sony's history on constantly making you rebuy buy titles, mm. PSN titles that are also on PS4, not like I own it on PSN, which means I can play it on PS. Uh, Three and Vita, but not. Yeah, but 4. Not on PS4. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I suspect it's not their mo to to think. Um strategically in a cooperational way.
0: Yeah, perhaps.
1: Um so, however, the longer you wait, the more um money, the more justified your PS pro generation. Yeah, that's Mini true generation. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean Give it a little bit more time for for people to pick up. You know, if people think that there's going to be a new console coming next year, the other, why would they yeah, pick up the The other a thing pro, might you know? be
1: uh, as Sony knows more about TV electronics industry because they are part of it. Four K is not going to be the end because that's n- True. they need to sell new and new TV every three years, yeah, right? Yeah. So perhaps they're already looking at like shit. What's the next thing?
0: Well, when's the next? what Was HDR this year?
1: Ish, like buzzword wise. Yes, four K HDR was the buzzword for gaming consoles last year. Yeah, finally the buzzword for TVs this year. So if
0: they're on a say they're on a three year cycle. Yeah, but You're then looking at new TVs in 2020. Yep. So why so not wait for that to kick yeah. off? Yeah. Yeah. Very much. There's no yeah. point in
1: coming out with a 4K console now that both consoles are 4K ish, mm. and it's sh- and the consumers don't understand anyway. So what's the? Who cares if it's not real 4K? Sure.
0: Sure. in three years' time, it's going to be 8K yeah. or-, or whatever they say. Because yeah. it's not 4K, is it? It's Two, it's actually it's two k. They just yeah, but, re-jigged but now, what it means. Yeah, now
1: that they've changed the stat to be uh, horizontal instead of vertical yes, pixels, eight yes. um, k would would still be the right thing. It would. It and would. There's no way they're they can't go back because that would be four k. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. Four <laughs> um, k version two. Yeah. Four k x two. Fucking hell. Just a just a random bunch of numbers and letters thrown at you, as a buzzword.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I actually think that the one hundred twenty. I, I was surprised that the one hundred twenty hertz move in TVs is, is probably the best example of like a stat being pushed that the consumers didn't give a shit about. But mm. well, I'm surprised that on, because you you can the average person can actually see the difference on if you have a frame rated source that's good enough can see that Evan feels more fluid mm-hmm. um, fighting the idea that we we see it around 60 hertz which was the common idea but I'm surprised that consoles didn't um, push this 120 narrative mm. that's probably because in order for that to work, you would actually need consistent one hundred and twenty FPS.
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, true. You need I, games I, mean, to be at, so. I think that right. makes
1: more sense at the uh, across the living room than four K HD.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't sound as sexy, does it? No, hurts. Hurts, and it's only one hundred and twenty, not four K. Yeah, uh, right. Let's finish there. Good tech talk. Um, which beer did you prefer?
1: Oh, I'm gonna to to, I'm I'm gonna stick with the. Uh, actually, I don't think I had a favorite beer last time. So I was just having so No, many I don't think beers. you finished off with a favorite beer. No, I mean it was. It's hard when you're sitting with the brewmaster. True, um, but also, yeah, I mean, uh, I I think it is gonna be the Wild Rose. Um. I really like the Banded Peak. Uh, I think if it if the. If there's something else to either either if it was slightly less sort of strong so that sickly sweet alcohol was less in your face not that it was like super in your face mm. but it was less I guess noticeable yeah or so if it was less strong or if there was something else in the mix to round it out mm-hmm. you could still taste it but it was sort of melded with something because when you sort of noticed it was by itself yeah uh, I'd be a I think it that would push it over the top It was it's a really good beer but at the end of the day it tastes like a 7% at moments yeah Um, and, and I just think that this, um, this smoked porter, porter, got me saying it, The smoked, uh, Dunkle. Thank you. The smoked Dunkle. It's just really tasty and unique. It's very much. Uh, Mm. it's a beer type that I've never, I didn't even know was a thing until I went there and it just, it tastes really good. And, uh, yeah, it's just also really well-rounded. Like there's not a lot, like all, all the tastes go well together. There's no sort of moment where it's like, bah! I guess the, the biggest criticism I'd have is, is is like you said, that it's a little drying. Mm-hmm. But again, not in the mouthfeel, so it's not like I feel parched.
0: Yeah, I so. agree. I agree. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Banded Peat, though. I think that sickly alcohol taste faded quite quickly. That's true, yeah. Yeah, you got very use to it, so it disappeared after maybe half a pint. Yeah. So if I was drinking one of these Crowlers by myself... But very quickly into it that would disappear and, then it would just and you could very easily and and mm. you know enjoyably finish the rest of it
1: um actually now you mentioned i'm reminded of how um how lovely the, the the hops are presented uniformly but still sort of you could taste that there's multiple hops exactly going on.
0: exactly i uh, think their balance that that choice of hops is, is very good it works yeah. very well together um you know, even if it was, uh, as we say, I I don't know what Delicious does. Yeah. Whether Mosaic and Ecunaut just don't work, well work so well together, and Delicious pulls them together, or all they do just, yeah. work really well together. Uh, I don't know, yeah. but that was yeah. It's it's it, it's a very isn't. well chosen set um, of hops to 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 make a very good beer. So yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with the the southern aspect. From Peak.
1: yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's, it's a tight race. Um, uh, I we,
0: yeah, don't get me wrong, the, the the Dougal, yeah, that's that's a beautiful bit, it's yeah. very good.
1: Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I obviously have um, uh, quite strong feelings about both because I, I as you, I, even before you could finish describing things, I'm like, oh yeah, and that thing about that beer I just said wasn't the best, I really like that bear. yeah, yeah, so yeah, excellent week, good, good job, Calgary, mm. hometown mm. pride from me,
0: yeah, good choices bring as well yeah. and show off yeah I suppose yeah very good very good Um, if you'd like to tell us if you've ever had Canadian beers you can do so in lots of different ways uh, you can go to at Up underscore cast on twitter I'm at nova underscore 47 at
1: the Omniarch
0: you can go to outoflives.net you can go to either the Out of Lives or the Tanked Up Facebook page Probably the Tanked Up Facebook page is probably the better place to talk to us about beer, I guess. We have more posts on there about beer than we do on Out of Lives.
1: Yeah, although someone, uh, I think it was Dale, posted today at the out, to the Out of Lives page something for the Tanked Up crew. That's very true. Um, so, either works. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. don't feel you have to go to Tanked Up. You can come to Out of Lives and talk to us there.
1: and We'll see it. You can send us an email at tank.cast.gmail.com.
0: You can. Very good.
1: You heard that stutter, did you?
0: <laughs> hey, I completely forgot about the email, so yeah. it's fine.
1: Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And as always, um we'd love if you could give us a rating and or review. Well, rating and review, ideally, or just a rating on your podcast system at of choice. Platform, platform thank platform. you. Platform of choice. And of course, if you have a friend who likes beer or a friend who likes uh, video games or a friend who likes both, mm-hmm. that's an inclusive or for all you logicians, not an exclusive. <laughs> um, uh, by all means, tell them it would be great. To, uh, that increases our reach, and more people hear about things, and also tell us what you like and dislike about the show and uh, what you'd like to hear more about.
0: Definitely. Like for instance, oh, did feedback is good? Yeah,
1: like, for instance, do you like the the brew visits, which sort of end up being more beer-focused, mm. um,
0: etc.? You can also listen to me and Mr. David Wyatt on Out of the Crossfire, which is a PlayStation-centric podcast. But in the latest episode, we talk about EGX and TGS and Dave's stag-do, essentially. For another week, we've been tanked up. Bye. Ciao.
2: Woo. Woo. woo woo A tiny woo, woo.
0: So not John <laughs> Oh nice No he's definitely John Woo He's just a big woo A big woo yeah,
1: He's a world famous woo <laughs> what?
0: How much bigger can you get than world famous That's true That's true I don't know any other woos I right. do you? Yeah I <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I've met a woo or two
1: I've met I've also met woo girls at the bar What's that? you know when there's like a like a girls night or a ladies night and, and and they're all at the bar and they go Whoa! Oh, okay oh, just, just randomly woo girls at the bar But yes,
0: yes. i um I tell you that when we went on the stag do um like 3 4 weeks ago now, we uh we became a parody of the parody we were walking around just shouting stag! oh yeah you did at yeah. each other because we As thought a joke. it was funny and then just ended up doing it yeah yeah <sighs> booze that's what beer booze does. and bu-
1: boys <laughs>